This is Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner with Drake & Associates, and this is the Retirement Ready Show. Our goal is to educate you on the many topics of retirement and inform you how to create a successful Retirement Ready Roadmap. Thank you for joining me today for another episode where we will make your Retirement Ready Roadmap simple. I'm Tony Drake, Certified Financial Planner, and you're tuned in to the Retirement Ready Show. I'm joined by my compadres, Brad Allen, Randy Winkler. How's it going? It's hey, going, going good. We're in the uh, gray days of Wisconsin winters. Yeah, but you know what? It's it's kind of hovering around 30 to 40 degrees. And Fair point. I, I'm all right with it. You know, it's, that, it's gray, but that's like a little blanket keeping us a little bit warmer right uh, now. So I'll take it. My wife's from Houston, so she's not so bad with the early winter. It's the late spring. You know, around February, March, she just starts, she just can't take it anymore. Yeah. Where's the sun? You know, we'd have been at the beach or at the pool. <laughs> right. It would be nice to see uh, a little sunshine, get maybe a little vitamin D here uh, in, in the future. But as of right now, it's not negative 40 degrees. So I'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding. We'll really take that. And I'm sure there's people tuned in Florida and Texas, right. you know, that are laughing at us. But we'll uh we'll take the brunt of this cold for you but great topic this week guys i wanted to talk about a little bit and before we jump in though i just want to remind everybody that we don't provide tax advice everyone's situation is going to be unique and as with all of our clients or folks tuning into the podcast we encourage you to seek the guidance of a qualified tax professional before you make any decisions or implement anything so um you know maybe this won't surprise people that are listening but it might come as a big shock to many people that after you retire, your Social Security benefits can be taxable, right? And some of our clients that we've met over the years, they come in and say, well, what do you mean? Wasn't it a tax already? And it came out of my paycheck, and it can get a little bit confusing. Now, not everybody's Social Security is going to be taxable, but according to Social Security Administration, about 56% of Americans are. And after so many years of doing this show, I have a pretty good idea of the kind of people who make up our audience. And because of this, my guess is that percentage of you who do pay taxes could be higher than 56% just because of the nature of how your income and tax return ends up coming together. And it's important to know that up to 85% of your benefits can be subject to taxation. And everyone tuning in is either collecting or will one day collect Social Security. So it's really important that you learn this. But the real reason you need to pay attention is we want to show you a few techniques that could reduce or possibly eliminate the taxes that you're paying on your benefits. Now, guys, I'm, I'm going to ask a question. I think everybody already knows the answer, but it's still worth asking. I don't know. Would you rather play more golf, eat out more often, or do anything that's more fun than paying taxes, right? It's prob- probably an easy answer. But if you're not sure if your current retirement plan is as efficient as it could be, reach out to somebody. We'd love to help you. That's a complimentary process with us. You can schedule that directly at retirementreadyshow.com. But guys, this Social Security taxation we're talking about is often referred to as a stealth tax because so many people are unaware of it. In fact, it's often referred to as a Social Security tax torpedo. And when it's not factored into your planning, it can cause some really big problems because taxes that aren't planned for can lead to larger expenses than anticipated. That can drain your retirement savings and cause you to run out of money sooner than you hoped, right? Probably the number one question we get, do I have enough money? Am I going to be okay? People don't realize they're really asking about income, but if we're paying additional taxes we don't have to pay, that can drain that nest egg a lot quicker. And I think part of the problem, Brad, boy, is it confusing. 
It is confusing. And, you know, we meet people all over the country. One of my favorite things to do is just, you know, I had a conversation with somebody in Massachusetts, just have a cup of coffee and talk to somebody who's on the other side of the country, different weather, all these kind of things. But that's what's nice about uh, the virtual kind of stuff these days is everybody had to get used to these virtual appointments and the Zoom calls and all these kind of things during COVID where it is nice to meet people from all over the country. But the thing about everybody all over the country is that social security is taxable, right? And, and, and the formula the IRS uses to calculate who will be required to pay this tax and the amount of social security benefits that are taxable could not be more confusing. You know, you could have two people with almost identical circumstances and one will have uh, a tax on benefits while the other one doesn't. And, and this can be true even if they collect the same dollar amount of benefits and even if they have the same total income. So I'll just give you an example. Consider that you have two twin brothers, right? They're identical in every way. They're the same age, the same marital status, each paid exactly the same amount of payroll taxes during their working years. Each starts collecting benefits at the same age and each collects the exact same amount of benefits and each has the same amount of total income. And despite all these similarities, one brother could end up receiving 100% of his benefit tax-free while the other finds that 85% of his benefit must be included as taxable income. And if this makes no sense to you, consider that there might be a lot about the tax code and the IRS rules that also don't make much sense. But it's important to understand the rules because having this knowledge can lead to a lot of opportunities to, to reduce or avoid having to pay these taxes on your benefits. And that's where that retirement planning comes into place, right? It's not just what stocks and bonds do you have. It's how does all this other stuff work with those investments to make the biggest difference long term? You know, what you do today could have a big impact on a lot of different things later on down the road, but especially taxes, Medicare, all these things have an effect later on. So you have to plan for all of them individually and not just hope for the best and, and just plan for the investments, right? So that's the whole point of a retirement plan is having it be holistic and working together. And I think, Randy, you know, when you talk about these tax strategies and the way these kind of different taxable buckets work together, it can create some really ugly cycles um, if you're not careful. Yeah, the, uh, the stealth, task you mentioned, stealth tax you mentioned earlier um, with Social Security can cause a vicious cycle. So let's say you're not factoring in taxes on Social Security and you're expecting you're going to get, say, $2,500. Well, that might be your gross, but your net's not going to be that if you're taxed, if 85% of that might be taxed. Well, then you don't have enough to cover your expenses. So you need to dip into, you know, one of your different buckets. And if it's a taxable bucket, that's going to be additional income, which could make more of Social Security taxable. So it's one of those things that they, they even call it a tax torpedo. I don't know if that's even a scary enough name. We don't hear much about torpedoes these days. Maybe we need it to be the tax, you know, death laser beam. Um, but so something uh, frightening uh, to be uh, factored in and avoided if possible. And as Brad mentioned, putting this all into the plan and taking a look at the different pieces and how do they work together and when do we want to pay those taxes? Maybe we do want to pay some of them now because we're going to be in a higher tax bracket later. So we want to front load that. Maybe we're, our situation is going to change in the future. So maybe we don't want to pay any right now. So having that, that uh, having a plan leads to the flexibility to make those choices. Boy, you probably just nailed it, Randy, in such an eloquent way that, that you know, kind of determining when and how we're going to pay taxes. I mean, that's an old, old, uh, you know, technique of the ultra wealthy. 
They control when and how they pay taxes. And at a bare minimum, to at least be making a conscious decision about when we're going to do that, right? There's that old kind of joke. There's there's mandatory and optional taxes, right? And if you don't structure this properly, you end up falling into that optional bucket paying taxes that you may not have had to pay had you had a more integrated retirement plan that thought about the tax consequences and a retirement plan and how the investments work and your health care and family planning and had a plan that worked together, oftentimes you can, you know, reduce those taxes. And Brad, one of the other challenges, and, you know, maybe I know we, we just had a, uh, a great episode on the Secure Act 2.0. And if you're looking to learn a little bit more about that, look back at our previous podcast. We have a great show on that. But one of the things I think we had hoped that would happen in the Secure Act 2.0 that didn't. And people don't realize this, I think. Social Security tax thresholds are not indexed to inflation. Well, because the the formula that the IRS uses to calculate the taxable portion of a person's benefit is is somewhat complicated. It's difficult to explain in a in a podcast like this. But the the main idea is that once combined income reaches a certain threshold, up to eighty five percent of benefits are taxed. The problem is that those thresholds are fixed and and they don't change. However, uh, your Social Security benefits can be expected to go up over time due to COLA adjustments or cost of living adjustments. In 2021, for example, people received nearly 6% increase in their Social Security benefit checks. So as benefit amounts increase, more and more retirees are going to find that their combined income now exceeds those tax thresholds. So it's tough to plan for that, right? You can't really plan for how much the COLA adjustments are going to be on a, on a yearly basis. I mean, one year it was zero, I think, in t- 2015, and and last year it was eight point what eight point seven percent. You know, so it's it's tough to plan for that. But when you put a plan together, you do want to include cost of living adjustments in those social security benefits because they are going to go up over the years, and that will have an effect on those tax thresholds and your income later on down the road. Hey, podcast fans! If you're ready to take the next steps to create your retirement ready roadmap then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow us and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Now back to the podcast. And, and really getting that to work together, I think, is the big point. We're not, you know, really focused on this uh, on, on this week's episode, but we talk a lot about, you know, the fact that taxes are going up, right? The way the current tax code is written, it's not an you know, opinion, it's fact that they're going back up to the old rates on January 26th. If they don't go up sooner than that because all the spending we're doing, right? And we just passed another $1.6 trillion bill. And... and you know, so we talk a lot about Roth conversions and stuff, but if you're not careful, right, and you push your income too high, the more of your Social Security becomes taxable. Now you have the taxable income of any pensions or other income you had, maybe from taxable income from the Roth conversion. That can cause more premiums on your Medicare. I mean, all these pieces really have to work together, and it can get a little bit complex and confusing, Randy. Yeah, you might be listening now and thinking, well, how do I know if my Social Security is taxable or not? Or maybe you're hitting a pause button to get some aspirin or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you do hit the pause button, run and grab your 1040 from last year because we can, we can show you how to find that. So look at line 6B. 
if there's a number there, that's how much you're paying, how much of your social security is taxable. That's not how much you paid in taxes, that's how much it's taxable. So that's a good thing to take a look at. And, um, and then we can do a much deeper dive by looking at your tax return and find out, is there ways to avoid that? Are we okay with that? We wanna ramp that up. In some cases we wanna accelerate um, taxes. Tax planning is very different than tax preparation. We always describe it as tax prep is looking out the rear view mirror. Tax planning is looking out the windshield. So your uh, CPA, your tax preparer is probably looking on how to avoid taxes this current year, where tax planning might in some cases, in many cases, we may want to increase your taxes this year to avoid a much higher tax bill in the future. So there's a lot of clues in the tax return. A lot of people find them pretty scary, but there's a couple of key points you can look at. That's what's been hard, I, I guess, for, for me, too, is a lot of clients will come in or I'll talk to them virtually uh, on the phone and maybe they have an advisor, but their advisor really just covers, you know, the investments. What stocks and bonds do they have? But if that client asks the advisor a tax question, they say, go talk to your accountant, right? Because we don't do taxes here. And rightfully so. We're not CPAs, but we have folks that we can uh, have our clients talk to that are CPAs. And you go talk to the CPA and you say, should I do a Roth conversion? And sometimes the they're not prepared for that kind of question, right? You're, you're talking about the, they're doing your tax returns. They're not necessarily looking forward. They're looking backwards. And, and they, they might say not to do a Roth conversion because it's going to increase your income this year. You're going to pay more taxes, right? But are they looking 10 or 15 years into the future saying what you do today could have a big impact later on down the road? And I think that's why it's just so important that the advisor and the the tax professional are talking to each other and they're communicating with each other. They're working together to figure out what this plan is going to look like, not just from an investment standpoint, but also the tax perspective later on down the road. Yeah, it's so impactful because a lot of people, everybody seems to be interested in their investments, but you can have much more income with the taxes. I don't know of any investment that you could get a guaranteed 10% increase by, by investing in it. But if we do a strategy that takes you from the 22% bracket to the 12% bracket, as they are currently uh, situated, we just saved you 10% tax-free. You know, it's not as, as exciting. It's not as sexy as getting, uh, hey, my Tesla stock went up by, you know, X amount. But it's, it's tangible, it's concrete, and it's something that you can take a look at. And, and it's, it's, it's not a concept. It's a, an actual plan. And I think, Randy, you know, we I, I've heard in the past, in fact, I just bumped into someone a month or two ago at a dinner party, and you said on your show, you know, other shows I listen to talk about investments, 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 you know, what to buy, sell this mutual fund. And, and he said, you guys don't talk about investments that much. And, and that's because when it comes to retirement planning, investments certainly are important. Please don't misinterpret what I'm saying, because that's going to fund our retirement, our retirement income. But remember, that's part of it. And oftentimes, to your point, the tax planning can have a larger impact. You know, we've had a number of families that we've met and worked with where we were able to save them hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes over retirement. But even if it's a much smaller number, if you could save 50000 over your decades in retirement, you know, what could you do with that money instead of just writing it to the IRS, right? And that's where that tax planning becomes so, so important. And, and Brad, when we think about this type of planning, the source of the income is so important, you know, when you think about opportunities on how we want to reduce the taxes long term. You know, earlier in the show, I gave the example of those two hypothetical brothers with the same income, the same Social Security benefits and who are identical in just about every way, except one had 85 percent of his benefits subject to tax while the other entirely escaped this taxation. And the reason why this difference in taxation can occur is because 
Different sources of income are counted differently or not counted at all when the IRS does its tax calculations. So you just want to visualize your various sources of, of your retirement income as going into a bucket. As income pours in, the level rises. The total level it reaches determines where you are in relationship to the thresholds for Social Security taxation. You know, with some sources of income, 100% is counted to determine, you know, where you are in the, in the tax thresholds, meaning that income from these sources fill up that bucket faster. You know, in those buckets, you might have an IRA, you might have a non-qualified account, you might have a Roth IRA. But if you have those different types of accounts, you need to know those are tax differently, right? An IRA, you're going to pay taxes on every dollar you take out of that account, and it's going to be included as income for the year. Um, on the non-qualified accounts, you're going to pay capital gains taxes on the growth, but it's going to look a little bit different than those IRAs. And then the Roth is tax-free, right? So it never counts as income for the year at all. And that's really the benefit later on down the road, right? If you can have Roth money, there's no required minimum distributions due on that money. You don't have to take anything out. And even if you did take money out later, it doesn't hurt you. It doesn't count as income, right? So there's a lot of different ways to do this retirement thing, right? There's a lot of different buckets that you can have, but, you know, planning those buckets out is what I think is really important is do I have enough in each bucket to get me where I need to be in the long run? Or is everything kind of in this one bucket where, you know, I'm just going to be forced to pay taxes on it the rest of my life and you can change it, right? That's the thing. You, you have time to change it. And right now is the time too, because taxes are lower today than what we know they're going to be in the future. Can you take advantage of that while we have this, this short window of time? And I think, you know, Brad, you know, a lot of people talk about risk diversification. You know, you're really talking about tax diversification, right? Having different, you know, different amounts and different buckets that are taxed differently that we can tap at different times that are advantageous to you and, and advantageous to the overall plan. And so I guess it boils down, Randy, you know, what, what should people do? Maybe you, you gave them an idea of where to look to see if they're even being taxed on on, the, on their Social Security, but how do folks begin to tackle this? What should they think about? How should they, you know, kind of get help in this area? I would say talk to professional. You know, we'd be happy to help or talk to your advisor and see if they can take a look at this, but uh, make a look make sure you're looking at all of those five different areas you know family investments income healthcare, and taxes they all have to work together and you may be an expert on a couple of them but probably unlikely you're an expert in all five in fact none of us here are experts on all five of those but we have people on the team that can handle all of those areas so work with experts get some help get a plan and continue with planning yeah, it boils down to having that plan. And that's not always the most exciting thing, but it, it's certainly the most critical part uh, of having a successful retirement. I think it's exciting once the plan is done and you can see what you can do with it. Because then everything up to that point, okay, I've got this bucket of money and I've got this tax diversification and I have a social security strategy. That Who cares? That is all to enable you to do the things that you want to do, to travel, to you know, spoil your grandchildren, you know, send your, send them to college, whatever. That's the fun stuff. That's your job to concentrate on doing that. Our job is to help you get there. I, you know, I can't stress enough too. I mean, at some point, you know, we have to tell our, our clients that you have to pick yourself at some point, right? You have to work with somebody who's looking at all the different areas that are going to affect you the most. And, and, you know, we talk to folks all over the country and they've had advisors for years and years, and it's a little bit different to do a virtual appointment and those kind of things. I get it, but I can't stress enough the importance of a second set of eyes sometimes, you know, and a lot of times we'll meet people who have a portfolio, but they don't have a plan. 
you know, so get a second set of eyes. I'd love to talk to anybody out there for, for an hour, an hour and a half and just answer questions, start putting a plan together that you understand uh, in, in Milwaukee here, we call it the, the why or, or, you know, keeping it real Wisconsin so you can understand what you're looking at. And I, I just think it's, it's so important not to just throw numbers out there and just say, yeah, you're going to be fine. But what is the why behind, behind why you're going to be fine in all the different areas, not just the investments, but also in estate planning and health care and taxes and income and all these different things work together. It's like a big puzzle you're trying to put together and you don't want to be missing one of those pieces, right? Because the, the puzzle will never be finished at that point. So um, getting a second set of eyes and, and we'd love to do that virtually with anybody out there and, and just schedule a time to do that. And I think guys, for so many people, a social security tax kind of dilemma can be viewed as a ticking time bomb. Remember, the thresholds for determining a taxable portion of your benefits are not indexed to inflation. So as a result of that, your income increases, so does your exposure to this tax. There may be no better time than right now to do advanced planning, which might give you the best chance of maximizing the amount of your Social Security that remains after taxation right? That, that's what I think is always interesting. Not so much about the gross income you're getting per month, how much hits your checkbook, right? How much is gobbled up by Uncle Sam? And before you let any more time go by, it might be a good idea to stop and ask yourself if your retirement plan is as tax efficient as it could be. If you're not sure, do yourself a favor, reach out to us, set up a complimentary consultation. We'd be happy to help you. If you're concerned that a rise in taxes could have a dramatic impact on you and your retirement, make sure you get help with that, Randy. You said it best. A lot of accounts are brilliant men and women, but they're focused on what income happened this year and what can I do this year to try to reduce the tax bill. What we're talking about is what can we do over the next 10, 20, 30 years to help really minimize the taxes that you pay over that time period. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Show. Hey, podcast fans, if you're ready to take the next steps to create your Retirement Ready Roadmap, then visit us at retirementreadyshow.com. Here you can download educational white papers, sign up for educational no-obligation workshops, or schedule your complimentary consultation. Also, don't forget to follow and like us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Thanks for tuning in. Drake & Associates LLC is an independent financial services firm that utilizes a variety of investment and insurance products. Advisory services offered through Drake & Associates LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Drake & Associates LLC is not permitted to offer. No statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Drake & Associates LLC.